What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Copon. It's December 31, 2021, and this is Lift and Learn episode 68. In this episode, I'll be talking about exactly how to achieve your goals in 2022 and what to do if the gym is too expensive for you. Before that, though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon, and you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at Lift and Learn Podcast, on Twitter, at Lift and Learn Pod, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. All right, well, I hope this week and the past weekend was amazing for you. I'm just going to start with last weekend because it was Christmas. So on Christmas Day, we were supposed to have a big Christmas party, but because of the amount of COVID cases and the restrictions that have been going on where I live, some of us decided to be a bit more cautious. I think it's supposed to be a maximum of like 10 people under one household, which obviously doesn't make sense for a family Christmas party. So I just stayed at home with the family that lives closest to me and had a good time regardless Now, in my family, we open presents right at midnight, so that's what we did, Christmas Eve, midnight, so Saturday, very early morning. I got some new shoes I can lift in, got some new Viore clothing too, and I'm going to test to see how their return policy is on something I got last year, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, what else? I got, oh, I got something for the PS5, finally a new game, Ghosts of Tsushima. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I heard it was really good. So again, I'm excited for that one when I can start playing, but I'm not sure when that will be, but maybe Sunday night. I got a golf glove for next season too. Uh, Some money, which is always good. I also got some Amazon gift cards, and I want to use that on my Kindle because I'm going to try to read some books next year. If I can get through one, that'll be an improvement, honestly. I also got a lot of socks, which is great because I could get rid of my really low ankle socks I have. I have a few of these ankle socks that just slip off whenever I change shoes, and that's just super annoying. There's also a few socks I have with missing pairs, so I'll probably just toss I'll probably just toss those in the garbage. But yeah, I also got some other pretty nice clothes so I could rotate out of my same usual workout clothes. And I'm really running out of space when it comes to clothes, so I'm probably going to have to empty out some drawers and probably start to donate some clothing. That's usually when I do this sort of thing, right after Christmas, getting rid of old clothes that have just been sitting there for years on end. Yeah, there's probably somebody out there that could make better use of them. Anyways, overall, a good Christmas just with the family. I knew it would be a good time since I was actually home this year. Last year, I just remembered that I wasn't even home for Christmas, so it was good to have some time with my cousins this year. I've been sleeping over at their place for basically half the week for the past, what is it, two weeks now? 
And yeah, I did miss Christmas Day with the whole family because of restrictions, but I was still able to see my extended family the night of Boxing Day, actually. So I still got to see them for a few hours, and I had the pleasure of driving three hours that day. Awesome. <laughs> and while I was there, I was watching them play the latest Pokemon game, and they're still doing that same old like 2D style they've been doing with the overhead camera angle or whatever. And this latest Pokemon game actually looks pretty good, and it's probably just about as good as it's ever going to get, but I'm really excited for the next game, which is going to be more of a modern 3D look, and it'll be open world, and there's like a new way to battle and capture Pokemon, I'm sure it'll be fun. Will it turn out to be good? We'll see, but I pre-ordered that one for my cousins for Christmas, so they'll enjoy that. I'm definitely going to grab it for myself too, because Pokemon is just a classic game. Although, I'm not going to know a bunch of the Pokemon in the game, but, I mean, I'll catch on eventually. Anyways, okay, going back to me and my cousins chilling for some of the break. Actually, all three of us, we went to the gym this week too. That was a good time. I might have pushed one of my cousins a little bit too hard in our first gym session together, but... He recovered fine during the workout, and he had doms for a few days, so that muscle soreness, he, yeah, he had that for a few days afterwards as well. Continuing on with the gym, okay, so I'm going to go over my progress for the year since it is New Year's Eve today. I figured I'd go through some of my major lifts before going into the new year, so let's see if I made some progress compared to my training at the end of 2020. Okay, so a little recap first, because I can't believe we're still dealing with COVID-19 a year later. So last year for New Year's, I was actually in the U.S. training, and I was working out, even though in Ontario, Canada, which is where I'm from, the gyms were closed back home, so I was fortunate to have gym access at this time last year. So I was training from January until April before I dislocated my shoulder in the U.S. I came home shortly after that, but the gyms were still closed. And on top of that, I had to rehab my shoulder anyway, so it didn't really matter. I also had to spend like three days at a $1,500 quarantine hotel this past summer, which was just not a good time. Their Wi-Fi was horrible. And then I stayed at an Airbnb for 10 or 11 days or something after that. But anyways, okay, so the rehab went well from April to July. And then in July, the gyms opened up again. So from July to now, I've been training. So that means for this year, I was training for nine months. And I ended up having three months off of the gym due to it being closed. Not bad in 2021. I think 2020 had less training months. I think I only trained for less than six months that year. So bench press. Last year I was doing 255 for five reps. And this morning actually I just did 275 for six reps for a few sets. And that's after a long Christmas weekend. So I wasn't feeling the greatest really. And that's fine. That's still good to see a 25 pound increase there. My squat is actually right around the same strength right now. Last year I was doing 275 for 6, and this year I'm right around 275 for 4. So that's something to work on for the new year. I have legs tomorrow, and that'll continue to be a focus going forward. So pull-ups and row movements. I'm doing much better this year actually. 
about a 25 pound increase on there and even something like dips i'm having to hang off 45 pounds off of my body at least so that belt has really come in handy lately and deadlifts i'm down a bit this year but i think that's just mainly because i'm not using straps right now i'm pretty sure when i was deadlifting last year i was using straps plus i was really focused on trap bar deadlifts actually because that gym that I was going to, they had that kind of equipment. And I knew when I came back to train at home, I wasn't going to have access to it. I might start to use straps soon, but I'm really just trying to get stronger using my own hands and grip strength. In the end, I'll be better for it. It's not like I'm going to be breaking any records anytime soon. So we got overhead press, and I think it's a little bit higher this year, maybe by just a few extra reps at 135 pounds. All in all, pretty good, considering I had three months off, plus I had to rehab my shoulder this year. But it seems like that didn't affect uh, my training too much. So if you're looking to make gains in 2022, I think you should do the same. So reflect on where you were last year, and see if you made any progress. That could be in terms of anything really, not just a gym. Maybe you had financial goals to reach this year that you wanted to accomplish and you didn't really get there. Well, now's the time to reflect on this past year and try to come up with a better plan going forward. Anyways, okay, so moving on from that. Christmas basketball games, let's talk about that. They were pretty meh since COVID took out a bunch of star players for their games. And hockey was still mostly postponed this week, so there's not really anything to say about that. I didn't really watch sports this week, really, but I did see some of the two World Junior hockey games. Canada was looking good so far, scoring a bunch as usual. And then Team USA actually had to forfeit their games because of, I don't know, I think it was one positive case or maybe two on the team, and then that's when it all started. I think it was the next day two other teams had to forfeit and then all of a sudden out of nowhere three days just three days into the tournament the hockey world juniors canceled just like that and that sucks because I actually enjoy watching those kids play those are like the up-and-coming players in the league so it's good to see them play in the last game I saw Connor Bedard scored four goals I think he's like 15 or 16 years old And he's apparently the future number one pick whenever he decides to come into the league. Jeez, just when I thought last year was bad when it came to COVID. Last year at this time, we didn't even have a vaccine, and now we do. We didn't even know there'd be variants of the damn thing. First it was the Delta, now we got the Omicron taking over. And the cases are just skyrocketing. Although I haven't kept up with ICU and death numbers, I admit. But that's all the news and media talk about now, especially here. Oh my god, 10,000 cases on Christmas, what are we going to do? I still haven't heard anything about gyms officially shutting down where I am, but I did read that some gyms and stuff had to close down actually because they didn't have enough staff members to run them. That's not a good sign. Question 1. How to achieve your goals in 2022? So last week I kind of tackled this a bit actually, but again, I think there are things that I left out there. Last week was about how to make the most out of the whole new year, new me that people talk about. 
And when it comes to achieving your goals for the new year, some of those points apply. One of the most important ways to achieve your goals for the new year, or just any goal really, is to just take tiny steps towards your goal. This is useful whether your goals are fitness related or not. The more common goals usually do have to do with weight loss or exercise though, but if I'm talking about one of my own goals for the new year, then I mentioned earlier that my goal was to read a book and go from there. A lofty goal, maybe a goal that I wouldn't be able to reach, would be saying that I'd read a book every month. And honestly, for most people, that's probably doable, but for someone like me, if you know me, just reading one book the whole year will be progress. I mean, besides textbooks for school, I never really read any other books. And if you think I read textbooks for school, yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I did that. I think I could count with one hand the amount of books I read in my life. But in order to achieve this goal of mine, I recently dusted off my Kindle, and I actually do want to put it to some good use this year. Especially since I got nearly $100 of Amazon credit for Christmas, so I'm going to try to spend that on some good books that'll help me in life. I don't plan on just reading fiction books. I figured right before bed, I'd read a few pages on that screen, as opposed to all of this blue light that we get constantly from staring at the computer or TV or the phones all day. Staring at the e-ink uh, Kindle screen, it might not be the best thing to do, but it's a small step in the right direction. It shouldn't negatively affect your sleep as much since it's a different kind of backlighting they use. So that's basically it right there tiny, realistic goals that you can get to with a little bit of a plan as to how you're going to go about tackling this goal of yours. Going back a bit, go, uh, reading one book for me may be easy, but that could push me towards another book, and then maybe another book, and that's the kind of momentum you want to look for. Sometimes you just need that tiny push in the right direction, and that could snowball forward and lead to bigger things. So if you are looking to conquer new things for the new year, I think it would be best to write them down somewhere. Personally, I have a planner that I have on my desk at home, and in there, in the back, and in the front of the planner, there's space for notes, and I just write down some of my goals on there as a reminder. I could go over SMART goals again, you might know that acronym, but simply put, you just need to make specific goals that you can reach, come up with a plan to get there, and just be consistent with it. One that really does get overlooked is simply just making time for yourself, no matter what it is. Even just five minutes of working on yourself at least once a day is going to be a great start. Maybe that means you want to learn something for the new year? Spend five minutes every day on it, whatever it is. Maybe that means being active. Spend five minutes extra per day walking or moving, Maybe some kind of stretching and mobility work could help. If you're trying to increase your squat depth, maybe that means spending five minutes out of your day to sit in as deep of a squat as you can. Maybe you're looking back at this past year, and let's face it, it was stressful for everyone really. That might mean for this upcoming year you want to do something to calm you down every day. That might mean something like five minutes of meditation or deep breathing and that could be a practice that helps you going forward. Doing something for just those five minutes, doing that consistently, means you're introducing a good habit into your life. 
And maybe eventually you'll feel like something in your day is missing on those days where you decide to not do whatever activity it is that you've been doing. This is exactly how I feel when I decide to to do mobility or drills that increase my range of motion. Last summer when the gyms were closed, a huge part of most days included doing mobility work since I couldn't spend an hour in the gym. And because of my home workouts, I wasn't able to lift hundreds of pounds. So that meant I had to shift my focus to harder movements, unilateral uh, unilateral movements with the weights that I had, but also mobility work. That's something that I wanted to work on because ultimately I wanted to move better and just make sure that I wouldn't re-injure myself. That meant doing shoulder movements every day to help my shoulder heal better more recently And on days where I didn't do it, progress was slower than it should have been. Something that could help you here is some kind of reward for hitting that mini goal. Let's switch it over to something like maybe having a better diet. Instead of having takeout once a day or whatever it is, maybe your goal is to improve your diet by doing the groceries and making your own food. This is a big step in the right direction because you know exactly what's going into your body. With fast food or takeout food, you don't really know what you're getting. Plus, those foods are usually loaded with oil and sodium and salt. So let's say you do decide to start making your own meals for a week or something. In this case, you can reward yourself every now and then. Again, be aware of this habit. I don't mean make your meals for five days of the week, the weekdays, which means that on the weekend, it's just a free-for-all weekend where you get to binge on the foods you missed throughout the week. I mean rewarding yourself with maybe just one takeout meal or something on a weekend after you've cooked and made your food for a few days in a row. Don't let it get out of hand though with this little reward system because you could find yourself in the same situation as before. And last but not least, take your time with your goals. Don't try to rush this stuff. If we're talking about losing weight, it might not take just a few weeks or months to hit your dream body or whatever your goal is, and that's okay. Because I've said it over and over again, a slower approach tends to be more sustainable over time. Remember that you're making these goals for a reason. These goals are there or they popped up in your head because you want to better yourself in some kind of way. So if you need to invest in yourself, then do it. Don't even think about crypto right now when I say the word invest. It's probably you yourself, which is what most people need to invest in. Uh, There should be nothing else more important than that, really. If you need to put yourself above other things in your life, then that's what you need to do. Maybe that means saying no more in the new year. Uh, That should give you more time for yourself to do things that'll be better for you. If you have any more questions about this topic, feel free to DM me. And I'll help you come up with some kind of plan for whatever your goals for the new year may be. Question two. What can you do if the gym is too expensive to join? Again, another topic centering around what usually happens when the new year begins. I've seen it over and over again. When the new year starts, that's when everybody's going to the gym, trying to get their dream body. And the crowds might not be crazy this year with COVID as strong as ever, but there are going to be some new people in the gym starting next week. Well, if you are one of those people looking to change your life around, 
you're probably looking for a gym to sign up to. And that could be done with a quick Google search, really. So after a few minutes, you may be thinking, okay, a gym membership is going to cost at least $30 a month. Now, that's probably on the low end, depending on where you live. But let's say on average, it's around $50 to $60 monthly. So what exactly are your options if you think that this is too much money to spend on a gym? First off, let's take a step back here. Let's think about this for a little bit. $50 a month, that's not even $2 per day. Just think about other things that you buy on a daily basis. Maybe you're someone who gets coffee every single day. That's probably right around $2 per day right there. A gym membership typically is going to cost you between $1 to $5 daily. So I think it would be best to start off by examining your daily purchases and really think about what's valuable for you. If your health is a priority, and it should be, it's a no-brainer to me that spending some money monthly on a gym is going to be worth it in the end. If you are really looking to join a gym, then maybe you can take a look at your finances and maybe you can sacrifice a few things to get a gym membership. Again, not everyone thinks the same way, especially if you are someone who's unmotivated right now to exercise or stay in shape or be healthy. So if you really aren't trying to add another bill to your list and you are still looking at becoming more healthy and getting stronger, then you don't even need a gym. You can easily just start at home. I just talked about this in the last topic too. Invest in yourself. Whether that be getting a monthly membership at a gym, or if you're uncomfortable or don't want to do that, then just get started at home. Invest in yourself, which this could mean going out and getting some weights for yourself. At first, maybe some dumbbells with adjustable weights, or maybe even just some resistance bands to start. You'll be surprised at how much you can actually do with just some good resistance bands, especially if they're adjustable and have one of those things that you can stuff into the door to do like any row kind of movement. You really can hit your whole body with just a set of adjustable resistance bands or some adjustable dumbbells. You can definitely make progress with the right programming with just a tiny bit of equipment. I've trained so many people over the years with just a single pair of 10 or 20 pound dumbbells or during the pandemic, I just used some resistance bands that I had and did a 30 to 45 minute full body routine. Make the most with what you have by doing a little bit of research and you should be able to get started on your fitness and health journey. I usually talk about resistance training all the time. So go lift weights, increase the amount of muscle mass on your body, which will in turn increase your metabolism and you'll start to lose weight. But honestly... Walking is one of the easiest things to implement in your life, especially if it's somewhere, especially if you live somewhere that's warm. Walking is a good place to start, especially if you haven't done anything. Walking can be huge and could actually be a game changer to implement in your life because it's something that's simple, doesn't require any equipment at all, and it's free. And something as little as that could be that small step to get motivation to continue to be better. Because if you aren't doing anything right now, then walking will be great to get some more activity in, which could result in not only weight loss, but just feeling and moving better and probably sleeping better also. 
So if you really think that the gyms are still too expensive to join, then that's perfectly fine. Just start by going on quick walks around your neighborhood or maybe just in your own home. Maybe go up and down the stairs a few extra times per day. This could be a great start when it comes to transforming your body. If you're looking to work out, again, you can start by using your own body weight as resistance and you can pretty quickly build strength and muscle that way as well. If you're looking to take it up a notch, spending less than $50 on resistance bands off of Amazon or wherever, that can really help when it comes to getting a workout for your whole body. So no, you don't need a gym to be healthier in the new year. It certainly helps, but it's not the only solution. Start in your own home, break up your workday frequently to incorporate some time where you're standing and moving around so that you're not always complaining about the pain in your knees and your constant back pain. And that concludes episode 68 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast.